Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Where To Go. I'm James Atkinson, brand manager at DKI Witness. And I'm Lucy Richards, senior editor at DKI Witness. We're back again this week uh, with quite a classic uh, European city destination, Lucy. I'm very, very excited that we are virtually visiting Barcelona today. Yes, so cool. Yes. I'm very excited too. Uh, so have you ever actually um, uh, have you ever actually been to Barcelona, Lucy? Yeah, I have. I've, I'm really lucky. I've been a handful of times because mm. one of my um, very good friends, shout out to Tom, has lived Hi, Tom. there for nine years. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really lucky because I've kind of got the inside scoop um, on Barcelona. So sort of highlights have included Bar Marseille. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's an absinthe bar, like a really old kind of almost from a pirate ship absinthe bar with the traditional, you know, spoon and the sugar cube and the water. Cool, cool. And it's just, it, it was a horrendous hangover, but it was really fun. <laughs> um, and, um, and you know, like we've just, well, we've done some really cool things. I think once we sort of walked up to the cemetery, which is on Mount Jewick and mm. um, uh, just, I've done the kind of the touristy things, but then Tom's shown me the sort of the more local way. So you've so had the best I've been of very, both worlds a little bit. Exactly. It's a really sociable city. So I've been I've been very lucky to kind of hang out there. How about you, James? Have you have you ever been there? I have been twice and both times it was to go to Primavera Music Festival, uh, which many, many people also go to, um, uh, which is 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 quite probably quite a weird lens to see the city on because obviously <laughs> it's full of English people <laughs> uh, in band <laughs> T-shirts walking around uh, and looking a little bit worse for wear. Um, so as I say, that lens was probably quite a foggy one um but but it's such a i mean one of the one of the reasons i love that festival is actually the the setting of being in barcelona as well it's so um it's such a cool thing to kind of see some amazing like world-class music uh right by the sea right by the beach and then kind of come home sleep in an airbnb or wherever you'd stay uh, in a hotel uh, uh, and then kind of come out with your friends and explore a city during the day and kind of slowly make your way back over to the festival site. So yeah, yeah we've, we've had some amazing uh, 
you know, very dirty Spanish uh, uh, fry up breakfasts. Um, well, that was going to be my question. Do you have any sort of memorable food experiences? That sounds like it would rate quite highly. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 I mean, uh, Spanish blood pudding is amazing uh, for, for mm. meat fiends. Um, um, but <laughs> lots of these places I can't remember the names of. But I do remember we made a very special effort once to go to um, a very fancy restaurant called Tens, um, uh, okay. which is like a... It's kind of a, a Michelin-starred uh, tapas restaurant. Uh, and the tasting menu was something like, I can't remember exactly, but I think it was about 50 euros. It was pretty, pretty cheap for about 12 courses. And, wow, okay, yeah. Uh, excluding time. wine, because obviously. Um, uh, <laughs> but um, it was quite a funny experience to feel a bit groggy from a festival and then eat this kind of amazing world-class food that was actually mm. cheaper than all the food that I'd had at the festival as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a bit, a bit all over the place. But um, and, and yeah, what, we also did a day trip out to Montserrat as well which is very very cool it's got the world's oldest funicular there um so it's that like is a, cool it's like a monastery on a, on a mountain and um and you go up it and and i was quite scared but i survived so it's fine well done. um uh so yeah but today isn't necessarily just about uh about us is it lucy well i ask because today we're joined by finnish born barcelona based maria ostrand founder of the barcelona food experience blog guiding her followers through the best places to eat in the city and beyond so hello maria hi maria hello hello lucy and james hello <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. So nice to have you on the podcast. Um, so today we'll take a bit, bit of a foodie tour through the city, uh, starting off by finding out what Barcelona is like normally pre-pandemic, and then we'll hear about the impact of COVID-19 on local businesses and everyday life. We'll finish it off in our normal way by hearing about what the future holds for visitors to Barcelona. And just for context, we're recording this at the end of June 2021, when the vaccine is being rolled out across Spain and the rest of the world. And hopefully travel will be possible there soon. Fingers crossed. So, Maria, you moved to Barcelona, I think, 14 years ago. What what was it that... Um, tell us why you made that move and what made you stay there for that long. Right, so... Um, the idea was um, just to stay for four months because um, I had um, I was working in Finland and I I took a leave of absence because I wanted um, um, to have some experience from abroad and working from abroad especially and and I was looking at different destinations and and then I saw an opportunity in Barcelona and I was like okay I've never been to Barcelona <laughs> that might be interesting. And um, and I, I found jobs where you didn't really need any any knowledge of Spanish. So mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, let's do this. So um, I came to Barcelona and it was absolutely fantastic. And after a couple of months, I was like, I'm not ready to go back in four after four months. This is this is not no, I love it here. So um, so. Just as a parenthesis, I was actually um, uh, engaged to be married in Finland and everything. But I broke up that engagement, much to um, my parents' uh, amusement. And, um, and yeah, and I stayed and, and, uh, and I haven't looked back. <laughs> So it was, it was a new love with like a kind of city in a way. Um, Absolutely. It was a very passionate love affair with Barcelona. It was it was love at first sight. 
one that's oh, one that's still ongoing today I, I guess and 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 part of that kind of um that love really has been um the kind of the food uh aspect of Barcelona which you've kind of uh almost made your kind of own corner of things and um uh I can imagine you've kind of got a wealth of food stories from kind of markets through rest to restaurants through to sort of home cooking experiences um can you tell us about a couple of highlights uh since you've you've been in Barcelona um uh from a foodie kind of perspective. Absolutely. There, there's just really, there's so much to, to talk about and, and it's really difficult to pick out my favorites, but yep. um, Obviously, I think yeah. one of the, one of the first, uh, um, actually the first memory I have in Barcelona was, was just really mind blowing. I was staying in a hostel and, um, and a group of us who I, I got to know at the hostel, we, we decided to go um, out for dinner Mm-hmm. And uh, and we found this really adorable tapas bar and we went there and we had lots and lots of tapas. We had a jug of sangria, which, you know, uh, you shouldn't tell anyone. <laughs> well, yeah, but it has to be done. It has to be done, right? That's, uh... it, it, you know, you, you know, you, you come to Barcelona and you, you have to have the sangria. You Absolutely. Know? If you move to Barcelona, then you, you yeah, it's kind of a, a thing that you shouldn't. You know, sangria isn't really a thing in Barcelona. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, we had um, it, we had all that food and, and drink, and I think we paid like ten euros each, and and we went out from the restaurant. We came to to the Ramblas. There was a massive parade there, and we were oh my god, what is this? And and it turned out that it was La Merced. Which is um, the the uh, festivities of the patron saint of, of Barcelona, which mm-hmm. is a really huge thing. It's like a, a more than a week of of all sorts of events and and um, and yeah, and and then we stumbled on a, a wine fair and we were there, and then suddenly oh the fireworks started, and it was like, oh my god, this is meant to be. That's like a <laughs> so, almost like a Hollywood night of Barcelona, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, it was it was fantastic. It was such a such a wonderful wonderful way of starting starting my stay and. And um, and yeah, and from there, you know, it's uh, I started going out, um, eating to lots and lots of places. I, I just loved um, loved eating out because in Finland you don't have so many options, mm-hmm. and okay. um, and also it's a little bit expensive to eat out in Finland as well. Yes, yep. of course. Uh, and then you come to Barcelona, and you have thousands of restaurants. And and everything is so fresh. You have so so many seasonal ingredients, and 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 there's just and you just have everything right there. And so so during the years, I've been I've been more and more uh, kind of specializing or, or wanting to go to um, places that are like smaller and maybe run by mm-hmm. by you know a couple of friends or. Mm. Um, uh, or yeah, a chef, or or you know these these little places that have a lot of of passion behind them and yeah. and stories to tell and and uh, they're really they're really something special and and I also think that Barcelona is is full of places that except for in addition to to all the new places that and the new concepts they're also these authentic 
old yeah. bars and and I love how those are still holding up and and they mm. kind of refuse to change what they do so so you know you have this bar where they serve only four dishes and they've been serving those same 40 dishes for four dishes for oh, 60 years amazing and, they better and, be good then i guess it, they, they... Absolutely, absolutely. And you go there for the atmosphere and, you know, it's packed with locals and, and there's just so much charm. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, uh, like like many uh, sort of cosmopolitan, like European cities, uh, there is a big, like kind of old and, and, and new sort of, not clash, but like working in harmony together about Barcelona from like architecture to, you know, shops and streets, but also very much in, ter- in terms of food as well. There's some, some amazing little kind of uh, old tapas places alongside some, some big new Michelin star amazing places as well. Yeah. Absolutely, that that's exactly the case, and and I think that's one of the the major charms of Barcelona, and and that's I, I think also why why often when people visit Barcelona they find something that they like because mm. you both have this new and cool and and uh, interesting, and then you have the authentic and and like you feel like you go back in time almost, so yeah. it, it's yeah. wonderful. And it's also, it is a very cosmopolitan city. So, you know, you don't just have Spanish and Catalan food. It seems like there's everything from Japanese to Colombian. Can you tell us a bit more, Maria, about the sort of international food scene in Barcelona? Absolutely. Barcelona feels like a melting pot of of so many different cultures. There are people um, who come to not only visit, but to stay here um, Mm. for... um, different periods of time from all over the world and 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 it's so wonderful because you get so many influences from so many parts of the world and and people come with their wonderful ideas and and so much creativity and and um and yeah and I think also as an expat it's so easy to blend into Barcelona you don't feel mm. like you have to necessarily blend in and and become spanish you know obviously there are things that you know that you kind of take on but but um but you can you know you move into an apartment and your neighbor might neighbors might be from France or from mm. Ecuador or you know everywhere and you hear so many different languages being spoken and and you you feel like you're almost at home for, you know even though <laughs> yeah. you know you're That's in a so different nice. country yeah. um and yeah and and that also really reflects on um on hospitality and, and restaurants and bars and and there's so many talented chefs and mm. uh coming in from from different parts of the world and and uh and yeah there, there's just such a um a culture of people wanting to to socialize in bars and restaurants and there there's mm. just so many so many opportunities here for for opening up a, a place so so yeah a lot of people come to do that fantastic yeah, yeah it's um i i mean i've i've seen it sort of firsthand in barcelona just the kind of true you know kind of um uh how diverse the city is it's, it is a proper modern european city and it's not just kind of spanish and i think that it, there's there's something quite 
unique about that and can you um sort of tell us apart from the food uh are there you know there, there, there are many many things about barcelona to love but um can you tell us about a couple of things about the city that you in particular um like as well uh yeah oh it's it's difficult to pick but uh, i <laughs> yeah, think yeah. one of the one of the many things that i really like is um the different kind of neighborhoods because yeah. even though barcelona is it's not huge and mm. you can even walk from from the different neighborhoods you can walk through the city and 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 i really like that it's it's everything is is kind of closed um and and the neighborhoods are so different from each other mm. so for example we have gracia which is um it's just um a couple of metro stops from plaza catalunya and the ramblas and all mm. of that but it feels like it's a little village in, on its own and and uh, with lots of pedestrian streets and uh, um, you know, also in back in history, it actually used to be a village, and and when Barcelona expanded, it kind of absorbed um, Gracia, but it, oh, cool. it still has that little feeling, and and um, and then you go to the Raval, which is very multicultural, and some parts of it is you know are a little bit dangerous even, but it still mm-hmm. has so much charm, and it has some of the coolest bars there, and. Um, and then you have Born and Gotico, which have a lot of history and the narrow streets are super yep. cozy. And and then you go to Poblano, which is a completely different neighborhood as well, with where that's more edgy and it's newer. And there are a lot of um, um, businesses there that that um, very creative businesses and and up and coming things and. And yeah, that's also very, very different. So, and then obviously you have the beach, yes. which a lot of people love. <laughs> um, I I have to admit that I personally haven't been to the Barcelona beach for years, yeah. which is it might might sound surprising, but I think when you're um, when you live here, you tend to go outside Barcelona for the yeah, best beaches. I can imagine that. Yeah, yeah, because it's um, I mean, I think it is quite a novelty going down to Barcelona and and getting on that kind of beach, just being in a beach next right next mm. to a city. Uh, it's very yeah. few cities in the world where you can do that, but it's um, yeah, I'm sure it gets gets old <laughs> if you live there, right? Yeah, <laughs> and it, you know, it's 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 not bad. It's it's quite mm. nice, but but um, but yeah, we have the issues with the pickpockets and and mm. and things like this, so you don't feel mm. maybe you know. Uh, 100% comfortable there but as soon as you go um, you can take easily take the train and it's just 20 minutes and you have wonderful beaches um, outside Barcelona and both going up north and, and going up uh, going down south mm. and you have really really nice beaches so so that's very recommendable and it, it just costs you a couple of euros to go there so, so it's fantastic perfect. And um, before we kind of finish this past section, I'm just kind of fascinated to know, Maria, uh, where did you eat? Well, well, where did you last eat? Where did you go out to last? Can you tell us about your your last foodie experience? Oh, that's a good question. Let me think. So I think it was the other day I went to, um, it was an Asian Caribbean fusion restaurant. So, you know, which, you know, Sometimes you can, you know, have your doubts about fusion restaurants um, in general. But this one was fantastic. 
It Damn. was really, um, it was really wonderful. It was run, it's run by two um, Venezuelan brothers, mm-hmm. and um, and they really made it work. It was, it was amazing. They they do this. Um, they have a speciality which is called coroto, which is kind of a thin um, corn cracker, mm-hmm. and then uh, on top of it you have these wonderful. Um, toppings with uh fish and and um uh, pork rind and um wakame algae and, and stuff like that and it was just mind-blowing i loved it <laughs> sounds, sounds um, amazing <laughs> it was um, really nice and I, and actually after that um i went to visit uh, the first botanical bar in spain Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was also very, very nice. It was a, such a cute space with just filled with plants and, and they do cocktails with um, botanic, botanical ingredients. And nice. it was so wonderful. <laughs> sounds like a great night. Um, yes. <laughs> I feel a little bit jealous, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, and on with that, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, uh, we'll come into the present and talk a little bit about that. Dreaming about a trip to Barcelona? If you want to take your own foodie tour of the city, marvel at its magnificent architecture, or explore the undulating landscapes of Catalonia, our DKI Witness Guide to Barcelona and Catalonia gets you closer to that next adventure. Get your copy in all good bookshops or via the link in our episode bio. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now we'll move on to briefly talk about how Barcelona has been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. So Maria, how has the city changed during the pandemic? Are things starting to feel a bit more back to normal? Um, Let's say uh, from a local's perspective, it's been, I would say yes, it's starting to get Mm. a little bit more back to normal because now we can... um, uh, we can actually go out. We can go out, go out, go out at night, and there's no um, nightly curfew here anymore. And mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, it feels pretty good, and and it feels like things are really getting back to normal. And and there, are, Barcelona has always been big on events, and there are some yep. some uh, co- like COVID friendly events starting to to um, be planned again so so that's really nice 
Yeah, because I, I, I imagine like the, the, the events, the festivals and stuff that happen uh, that happen in Barcelona every year have kind of stopped for the last year. Has it been quite quiet, I yeah, guess? Absolutely. It's been really, really strange because Barcelona mm. has been um, so alive and active in in that kind of field and yeah. especially in events when it comes to food and music yeah. and and so everybody is really missing that and um and and yeah me too definitely and it's so nice to see that that um that they are planning things again and and planning yeah. of course things within you know the norms current norms and so forth but 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 yeah that's really great that's fantastic but, um, news yeah um, but I have to say that tourism, unfortunately, hasn't really returned yet mm. uh, for understandable reasons. But but um, you know you can you can see a few here and there, and and it's really nice to see. It's like you almost want to run up to them and say, "Hey, welcome back! <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> we <lovely>. missed you." <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, I certainly know uh, people, some people who've uh, who've already put, like planned their Barcelona trips for next year and things. It, 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 it's, yeah. it's a very emotional city for lots of lots of travelers, and I think one that, as you were talk, sort of alluding to, Maria, in terms of you staying there for so long, like people want to come back to as well. Um, yeah, for sure, and and yeah, I can't wait for for everybody to come back, and and I think I think things will start moving pretty quick once it starts, yeah. um, uh, once the borders start to open up, and and. And from what I heard, um, if you have your vaccine, you can come to to Spain without any problems at all. So, um, so that's a good good start. Fingers crossed, yeah, fingers crossed. We'll we'll be back there very very soon. And um, and and obviously, um, you blog about different restaurants and the hospitality industry. Um, what kind of Im- impact has the pandemic had on 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 that kind of industry? Um, it has been devastating, I have to say. There are mm. so, so many restaurants um, and bars that have had to close. So yeah. th- so that's very sad to see. Um, I think um, the positive thing um, throughout all of this is I think that especially the smaller businesses, they've really felt the support from their community. Um, mm. Everybody wants to support their favorite little restaurant and especially when you see yeah. the owners behind um the bar and and in the kitchen yeah. and you see them you see them there working you know around the clock and on weekends yeah. and and really um uh, struggling so so then you definitely want to to be there for them and and that has been something that I've tried also to focus on with Barcelona food experience with my blog and mm-hmm. and all of that to to support those little uh, businesses as as much as I have been able to, and mm. um, and then of course for um, uh, the bigger um, restaurants and businesses uh, and those who have relied more on tourism, uh, mm-hmm. for those it has been very complicated, and and yeah. there are many of those that have closed, and some that haven't. Um, even you know, opened yet, reopened, and yeah, um, and even some famous ones like um, um, tickets, which is one of the most famous restaurants of Barcelona. I think mm. and a, a lot, many visitors have have um, many tourists have visited. Um, they had to close also um, this uh, this spring actually, so that has been that has been oh, sad. No. 
as I was going to say, I just think it's been a, a terrible time for many restaurants and, and I'm hoping that they can find a way kind of back to us uh, when things kind of return to normal. Absolutely. And there are some some other good things also that have come through this, which is um, um, the delivery service. So um, before yeah. uh, the pandemic, um, not so many restaurants were doing, were offering delivery and now everybody does it. Uh, so that has been wonderful. I, I you know, I've been, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've had so much food delivered during this year. You have no idea. <laughs> but that was going to be my question, Maria. What What's the impact of the pandemic been on, on you? I mean, and, and your love of food. It sounds like actually, if you've got lots of deliveries, maybe it hasn't been too terrible. But how have you found the past sort of the past year? Yeah, so it's been um, uh, a roller coaster of emotions, I would say, uh, in many yeah. ways. Yeah. Um, it, when we first um, uh, got locked down, uh, it was scary. So um, I'm a food photographer and I, together with my husband, I um, run a digital um, strategy or, or let's say an agency for digital strategy for mm-hmm. mainly um, uh, the restaurant business. And yeah. Um, and yeah, when when we got locked down, it was really scary and it was like, okay, what, what will happen now? And uh, but then after a couple of months, things started um, to pick up, especially when when uh, restaurants got to open a few hours again and, and the delivery things started um, going. And, and then everybody wanted to, um, like all the restaurants wanted to start doing delivery services and, and then they needed mm-hmm. photographers, obviously, for their food. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, restaurants... Uh, we're also able to um, uh, receive government support uh, for going digital. So that has also been really great because then they needed, you know, support with that. And, and, um, and yeah, we've been, we've been busy with that. So, so that's been good. It sounds like a, sounds like a busy time and it sounds like things are, things are finally kind of getting back to where they should be in a way. And, uh, and, um, and those restaurants are kind of able to come, come back uh, back alive as well which is great yeah absolutely it's it's it feels like especially now when just a few weeks ago uh, restaurants could start open in the evenings again uh, and that has been mm-hmm. a huge difference uh, for the the restaurant scene here and um and yeah that's that's really what made things start to feel back to normal and and for everybody to see kind of the light in the end of the tunnel again so that's been oh, wonderful and and obviously on on your blog and and on your social media as well you talk to people from kind of all over the world really and and have you seen like lots of people pining for barcelona during during the past uh, past year or so um has there been lots of kind of almost reaffirming of the the message of barcelona and the importance for 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 people absolutely it's it's um i got so many messages of people um people saying oh i wish we could come and i'm really looking forward to uh, <laughs> visiting barcelona again and and barcelona is such a special city for so many people and, and mm. i really mm. i can really understand yeah. that and a lot of people have beautiful memories from from here and 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 yeah, so I'm I'm really looking forward to everybody being able to come back again and and see how the city has changed and and improved in in so many ways. 
absolutely I, I, I can't wait to go back and I can't wait to eat as well I'm yeah excited. for sure cool. <laughs> there are think, hundreds of new restaurants that have opened up <laughs> since you were here yes, for sure yes. <laughs> excellent excellent I will work, work my way around them Promisingly, the vaccine program is now being rolled out. So let's touch upon what the future might hold uh, for food and travel around Barcelona. Yes, Maria, you wrote this year about the 111 new restaurants that opened in Barcelona, which is amazing to hear that um, there's been so much growth in such a tough time. And also there's such an amazing variety of restaurants. How have these restaurants managed to open during, you know, such a difficult year? That's a really good question. And and I have to say that I really admire all those uh, people who have dared <laughs> open, yeah. uh, open a new place during uh, such complicated times. And, um, and especially uh, since this year, most of uh, restaurants and bars have only been able to open during the day. Um, and not yeah. at all in the evenings. Um, but, uh, the, um, you know, the, the good thing is that right now it's very easy to find a space uh, because a lot mm-hmm. of uh, places have closed. And, and I think it's also mm-hmm. easier to negotiate rent, um, yeah. which is, is mm-hmm. also um, a, a positive, uh, positive side. And it's easy to find staff. Um, and, um, and yeah, and I think, um, especially for smaller businesses, they've been, uh, they, they've been having this project on the back of their mind for, for a long time. And, and, you know, when, um, when you, when you find the right moment, well, you just, you just go and, and do it. And, um, and, and yeah, and I think it's, it's a good, it's a good moment right now. And, um, I think it seems like, um like things are going well for for the new places and and everybody is you know we've we've seen we we are seeing the light in the end of the tunnel and people are so excited to be able to go out again and uh and socialize and and so everybody's going to restaurants night right now and and meeting up with friends again and and uh, yeah it's a good yes. moment so lovely to hear. And um, I want to hear a little bit about, um, I'm going to put you on the spot, Maria, I'm sorry. Um, but of these 111 new restaurants, I'm sure you've been to uh, to, to quite a few of them um, uh, so far. Can you tell us about one? Uh, just give me give, just give me one which, oh. uh, which you particularly <laughs> love and visited. Just one is really difficult. But <laughs> <laughs> First one that comes to your mind. Go for okay. it. Okay. Um, I think maybe my favorite, one of my favorite ones is a place called Fishology. Uh, it's a very cool concept. And I, I've never been to a place like this, to be honest. It's, um, um, I'm sure you're familiar with, with cured meats, such as jamón, for example, in, in, Sp- in Spain, it's really big, but yeah. all of these types of cured meats, they specialize mm-hmm. in cured fish. So they oh. cure, um, all, all sorts of fish and, and they use very old ancestral methods for curing, um, fish and, and, um, it's it's such a fascinating concept and and then uh they also do um 
uh, vermouths there. They specialize in different kinds of vermouths that they made themselves with different botanicals. And, and oh. Oh, it's absolutely Oh, it's so fascinating. It's a wonderful place. And, and like one of the many things that they do is, um, they have, um, they use cured tuna heart and they use that as truffle. So you, they would shave it on top of some of the dishes. It's really cool. Cool. That is so cool. cool. That is, that's awesome. Well, well, you heard it here first. I was just going to ask, if you don't mind, Maria, it, so if we were to come, are there sort of three dishes or ingredients that we should go for in Barcelona? Again, putting you on the spot. Right. Okay. Um, so when it comes to ingredients, I would maybe not, maybe not pick out a specific one because... It's here it's so seasonal. So it really depends on what time, um, what time of the year you come. So yeah. you should, you should always sure. like when you go to a restaurant, then always ask for, you know, the uh, specials for that day or that week or, yeah. um, and then you always, yeah, absolutely. Because then you always get the best stuff. Really, really like that. That's something that definitely to go for. Um, but what else? Um, also seafood. I mean, when I moved here, mm. uh, the seafood was like the best thing ever. There was, there was yep. so much, um, in Finland, yeah. in Finland, you get like salmon and shrimp and that's, that's about it. <laughs> Sorry, Finland. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought, I thought seafood would be pretty good in Finland, but I guess it's much more North Atlantic, yeah. whereas in Barcelona, you've got that touch of kind of Mediterranean seafood. Kind of yeah. Yeah, of course. In, in Finland, you know, you get more stuff as well, but, but here, this, this is so much, there's so much to choose from and it's so delicious and, uh, and there's so many restaurants that specialize in seafood and it's super fresh and, and I, they don't really, there's no need to do much. Uh, you don't need a lot of sauces or anything. It's just, you know, they mm. just, you can just throw it on the grill and put some salt and on it and it, and just that is just delicious with some olive oil. And, and yeah. So that's definitely okay, something some to go for. Inspiration here. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds delicious. I'm incredibly hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Maria, what's what's next for you? I think before we started the podcast recording, you were talking a bit about the San Juan festivities, which I think are going on at the moment. Um so what's kind of what's on the cards for you at the moment? Um for me, I would say, well, right now I'm I'm working on a new um one hundred something re new restaurants uh, blog <laughs> posts so <laughs> so that's uh, there's a lot of work with that and um, and obviously I have to try as many of them as possible so so mm, that's another right <laughs> uh, another um, yeah thing on on my my to-do list and and yeah and uh, I'm obviously I'm working with food photography so so that's um that's something that takes a lot of, of my time and mm -hmm. and that's really I, I I just love that part of my work and um, and that's a good way also to get to know new places and new dishes and sure. and, and meet lots of wonderful people and um 
there's just um there's just so many um people there are so many wonderful people that I got to know during these years with Barcelona food experience and and it's been really mm. uh, special that that's it's been one of the the most beautiful parts of my work and um it's chefs are often the most generous people out there you know they they want to make mm. food for you and i think that's such a beautiful thing fantastic and so will you be enjoying the festivities with your newfound friends this week um i think for san juan um that we are celebrating today i will celebrate it with my husband and my parents-in-law so uh, my parents-in-law will bring some delicious homemade food for us to eat so that will be very Ooh. exciting <laughs> Very uh, fantastic um and uh we won't leave you too much longer obviously you've got to go out and enjoy enjoy the festivities and so on but um that just brings us to kind of say uh, a huge thank you maria thank you for joining us today and, and giving us a small taste really of, of the food scene in barcelona i think um I, I don't know about you, Lucy, but I'm super, super hungry now. Um, I'm so hungry. Some <laughs> <laughs> <So> ravenous. <laughs> so thank you, Maria. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Once again, a big thank you to Maria. You can find more about her on her blog, which is barcelonafoodexperience.com and also on her Instagram at barcelonafoodexperience. I will be revisiting that ASAP. Those 101 um, restaurants, James, we need to work our way oh through Oh, my those. God. Very, very exciting. That's like a checklist. That's exactly. a challenge. Food I accept. List. I accept that challenge. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so you can join us next time where we'll be talking to some of the folk at DK Witness about, um, about our summer 2021 plans. So, you know, we have tried to leave this episode as late as possible so we can actually make those plans. But I believe we have some plans in the works. So uh, very excited to hear about that. So, uh, so until um, next time, um, you know, if you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, listener please do like subscribe uh write a review uh shout to your mate do whatever you want uh (laughs) your support is very very much appreciated but um but yeah until next time thank you listener thank you lucy thank you james and uh see you very soon where to go was produced by the team at dk witness and the wonderful julia baker it was presented by james atkinson and lucy richards for more information about DK Witness, follow us on social media at DK Witness or visit dk.com forward slash eyewitness. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.